You're listening to the Diet Rebel Podcast with Kiki Smith. If you're a woman who hates the idea of having to choose between loving your body and changing it, then you are a diet rebel and this podcast is for you. In this podcast, we talk about everything from loving your body exactly as it is now to becoming the most fit, lean, and toned you've ever been, no matter how old you are, how many tiny humans you've birthed, or how many times you've lost and regained the same 15 or 50 pounds. Seriously, you don't wanna miss it. So grab a snack, preferably protein-based, and sit back and enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. Today we are talking all about fasted cardio. So our last video, I think I also talked about cardio, but it's a popular topic this time of year. So I'm just going to keep going with it. And one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up is because I recently got a question about fasted cardio and is it helpful or is it just hype? So let's talk about it. A lot of fitness gurus promote fasted cardio. And, you know, this is where you, in case you've never heard of fasted cardio before, this is when you literally do just that. You wake up first thing in the morning and you do cardio before you eat. So essentially that's fasted cardio in its simplest form, but it's doing cardio without having eaten most, especially in the morning, because now you've come off of eight, 10, 12 hour fast, depending upon how long you slept. So basically the reasoning behind fasted cardio. So let's talk about that. Why are people promoting fasted cardio? Typically, it's because of the fact that when you wake up in the morning and you have not eaten yet and or anytime you've had an extended period of time without food, your blood sugar levels drop. This is something that most of us kind of know when you kind of get that weak feeling when you haven't eaten for a while and you're like, oh, my blood sugar. So some of us say this, whether or not we actually realize what it means or you just understand that feeling. So what's happening is that when your blood sugar is running low, that means that your glycogen stores, which is where your body stores all of its carbs, are emptying out. So it's either fairly low or emptying it out. Now, because of the fact that these carb stores are lower, what's happening is that you're creating this environment where now your body is going to start looking for other things to use for fuel. And the next preferred fuel option would be fat. So if you don't have carbs in your system, which is what your body typically burns first during a cardio workout. So in your usual session, if it's the middle of the day, you've been eating normally. When you go to work out, your body burns through carb stores. If you have not eaten any carbs and you go to work out, your body tends to go to fat to burn it instead for fuel during that workout. Now, even though a lot of this sounds good on paper, just stick with me because of the fact that remember, we're talking about what's happening during the exercise session. So during your workout, you are burning more fat, even though this seems like it creates this perfect environment. So that's the reason why cardio fasted, not having carbs or even low carbs in general tends to be touted as like, okay, this would be more optimal because if you're working out and you're in this lower carb state, your body's going to burn more fat for fuel during that workout. So, you know, fat loss, obviously, holy grail, right? But the issue is, is that when we're talking about fat loss, meaning like overall, how much fat you are losing over the course of whatever days, weeks, months, whatever it is, you want to look at the entire picture, not what is happening during a 30, 45, 60 minute session of working out. So that's the first thing that you want to think about is whenever you see 
studies or gurus or someone teaching you about fitness books, whatever. And they're talking about something happening during just one portion of the workout, like a specific fat burning food or a specific fat burning workout. And they're touting all these studies about how it showed that more fat was burned during this workout than carbs or whatever. In this case, you want to beware and take that study with a grain of salt. And here's why, because your metabolism is not being taken into consideration when we're talking about what's happening during the workout. In addition to the fact that we're not looking at what's happening over time. So the way that your metabolism is because it's always adapting. You guys will probably hear me say that in every single video because it is the basis for why a lot of us make so many mistakes when it comes to fat loss. Because your metabolism is adaptive, what happens is that if you are doing a workout where you are burning more carbs, then typically what your body is going to do the rest of the day is burn more fat. It's going to turn that on its head. That also means that the opposite is typically true. That if your body is burning more fat during the workout, now that means that when you turn that workout off and you go back into everyday life, now your metabolism has adapted and it's burning more carbs. So instead of doing the workout, burning the carbs during the workout and then burning more fat all day, you're doing the opposite when you are going through fasted cardio. So you're burning fat stores and then your body's going to make up for it over the course of the day because of the fact that now it needs to burn off some carbs to even things out a little bit. So that's the first thing is that your metabolism is adaptive and it's just going to make up for it later. So the little bit that's happening during the workout isn't necessarily making a huge impact over the course of the entire day. Now, the other thing to recognize is that let's say all that aside, whatever, I'm burning more fat during my workout. Well, what happens is a lot of times when we're talking about like fat and fat oxidation and how much of fat is being released during the workout, there's something else that you need to consider. And that's the fact that often this increased production of like fat cells that start going through the bloodstream are actually releasing at a rate that's faster than your body can actually burn it. So sometimes people will misrepresent studies because a study will say that there is more fat oxidation. There is more fat being released during the workout. But what is not being told is the fact that just because more fat is being released doesn't actually mean that more fat is being burned. Because if it's being released at a faster pace than your body can burn it, which is typically the case when it comes to fasted cardio, all that's happening is there's just more fat in your bloodstream. So some of it's being burned for fuel, the rest is just floating around in your bloodstream during your workout. So it's there, it's available during your workout in case your body needs it, but your body's just burning what it needs and the rest is just floating around in there, which is not a big deal because basically all that happens is that once the workout ends, now that fat just turns back into triglycerides and gets stored back in the fat cells again. Basically, you're just back at square one with those fat cells, that, those extra ones that were rolling around out there. So just because your body is releasing tons and tons and tons of fat during a workout doesn't mean that your body is burning tons and tons and tons of fat during the workout. It is going to be burning more fat for fuel during that time because there aren't any carbs there for it to burn or because there's very little in your glucose stores. But after the workout, 
any remaining fat goes back into the fat cells and your metabolism switches into carb burning mode to make up for the carbs that it could not burn during your workout. So hopefully that made a little bit of sense as to why we have to take these studies, <laughs> I'll call them studies, but what happens is usually it's not that the study was incorrect or that that what's being cited is incorrect. It's just sometimes it's being taken out of context. And by the time it gets spread around, it's like that old telephone game where like you tell one person something and then you tell the next person, the next person, the next person. And by the time it gets to you, the public, it's kind of been tainted a little bit. Now, the basis of them are almost always have some truth to them, just like when we're talking about these facet workouts. The basis of it is true. Burning more carbs, you know, overnight and having none left when you wake up in the morning means you're going to burn more fat during that workout. But burning more fat during the workout means that you're going to burn more carbs after the workout. And again, if you're releasing more fat into your bloodstream, any extras because the it's the breakdown process is so rapid while you're working out is just going to be captured back and put into the fat cells all over again. So just remember that you want to know the full context of it. And we want to make sure that we're not just looking at what's happening during one little portion of the day versus what's happening over the course of the day, what's happening over a course of several days. What does that mean as far as it goes like into the weeks, months, years? Like how does that add up for your overall fat loss? So with that being said, if you are someone who wakes up really early in the morning and you're like, I cannot eat before I work out, period. It just doesn't work for me. Like I like to do my cardio first thing, but I don't have enough time to wait for my food to digest. It makes me want to puke, all those things. In that case, you would be doing it more of as a preference for how you like to work out. And the fact that like, okay, this allows me to just get up and get going versus doing it to like lose fat. So that's really the only thing here that you'll see me say over and over and over again, most of these things that are being touted for fat loss are very marginal as far as the impact that they have. It's more about preference. If you prefer to do something that way, then there's no harm in doing it. It's not like doing fasted cardio is harming you to an extent, depends on how intense it is. You could be eating away at your muscle sores, but in that case, just sipping on some BCAAs or something during that early morning workout could be enough to suffice that if that's something, if keeping your muscle is important to you, maybe it's not, but if so, then there are still workarounds. So it's really just important to understand that sometimes we're doing something for the sake of fat loss when it doesn't make that big of a difference. What's more important is if you're getting in your lifts, you're eating your protein, you're eating a sufficient amount of food and you're going through some muscle building cycles so that when you're in like reduced calorie cycles, you actually have a faster metabolism to work with. And you actually have some muscle there to be toned if you're trying to like reveal some muscle tone afterwards. So that's the way that you want to look at the bigger picture. If you're deciding whether or not fasted cardio is for you decide based on more than is it going to get me shredded? Is it going to make me lose fat faster? And all those things decide based on what time of day you work out and if that's something feasible for you. But if you find that doing cardio or exercise on an empty stomach actually uses up too much energy. Like you can't even go as hard as you thought you could or as hard as you could with food in your system. Then that's probably a sign for you to skip the fast at cardio for now, go ahead, wake up, get some carbs in your system, give it whatever 30, 60 minutes to digest and go ahead and hit the gym. Because if 
eating allows you to push harder at the gym than not eating would, then you're actually going to get more benefits from it from eating. Because remember, you're going to plow through those carb stores anyway. So you're not eating a ton, you're eating enough to give you the fuel during the workout so that after the workout, you are burning fat. It's always about the afterburn factors. So that's what you want to pay more attention to when you're assessing which type of cardio works for you if you're doing cardio at all based on my last video and also whether or not you want to eat before doing cardio. There are no like over the top benefits from doing cardio fasted versus unfasted. It's more of a preference based thing versus a, you know, superior method of fat loss. So thank you guys for joining us today. And if you want some help, with your workouts and you're like, okay, I got my cardio down, but I really do want to get into this muscle building and metabolism resetting and all those things. Be sure to check out my workout app where I periodize your workouts for you basically plan out a new workout for you. And it changes every four weeks all year long to make sure that your body is constantly adapting. It's constantly changing. You're building this muscle mass to make sure that your metabolism stays high so that cardio is an option for you, not a necessity when it comes to losing fat. So if you want to learn more about that, go ahead and click the link to check out my workout app or check out our fat loss crash course for women. If you want more information about how to put this together in a way that works for you. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode and make sure you keep in touch. So whether that's through DMs or email, I would love to know what you felt about this episode or if you have topics that you'd like me to cover in future episodes. You can DM me on Facebook at EM2WL or over on Instagram at eatmore number two way less or via email at info at eatmoretowayless.com. If you're completely new to the Eat More to Way Less process, you can also grab our quick start guide at eatmoretowayless.com slash start. See you next time.